Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joe Rogan podcast. I am I am your host, uh, Joseph Rogan, and I'm here with Mike Tyson and a scientist. <laughs> Just want to say thank you so much for having me. Um, there you go. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. It's the Food for Thought podcast. It is episode 31. Uh, I am Sean. I am your host. I'm here with my wife, Devon. Hello. And my good friend, who is on the phone, Cyrus. Yeah, baby. There we go. Um, we are a bi-weekly... Oh, I've, I've got to stop that, haven't I? We are a once-every-two-weeks podcast that focuses on kung fu cinema. Uh, every episode we speak, or talk, I should say, about a specific film. And this week we are discussing 1990s King of the Kickboxers. Um, we, shall, we will jump into uh, any second. Um, I, I find it amusing, actually. It's known as King of the Kickboxers, a.k.a. No Retreat, No Surrender 4, <laughs> a.k.a. Karate Tiger 5. What? Yeah, it's all over the place. So I don't know I don't know why that's the case. I think it's kind of in the No Retreat, No Surrender uh, series, but it's kind of not. So I think it was meant to be and then was taken out. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, have you watched anything good lately? Cyrus, you watch anything good? Uh, I watched this show called Alone on Netflix. Alone? It's basically naked and afraid, but they're not naked and they're by themselves. Well, if they're not naked, what's the point in watching it? You <laughs> I, feel me? I turned it off instantly. Yeah, that's right. Is it good? It's good. It's not great. Okay. 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 Because when they're naked and afraid, like, there's drama. All the time. They're, they're fused. Fucking every episode. Right, but, like, these people, like, they, they kind of get their stuff together and, like, they just make fires and fish and they oh, just sit around. I don't want to watch, watch people accomplish things. <laughs> no. Yeah, I want to watch them, like, they can have diarrhea. You want to watch them struggle. I want them to accidentally cut off their finger with a machete. Yeah. We've been, we've been binging Naked and Afraid. We've watched yeah, we about have. six seasons in about two months. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Oh, um, do you think you can... Do you think you're... PSR is maybe like a five now. Like, do you no. think you have a shot? No. My PSR is a good one point three. Yeah. Damn. No. My if if you if you dropped me in the middle of the savannah right now, I'd be dead in forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not talking. I'm not talking like animal bites or anything like that. I, I would just fall off a cliff. I would. <laughs> I would fall off a cliff. I would. I would somehow find the one body of water in the savannah and drown in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no way. I, I yeah, we are certainly not the types of people to no. be like, "Oh, we could do that." That doesn't look No, it looks all of it looks hard. All no. of it looks horrible. No. Uh yeah, well, I don't know if I even have the mental fortitude to 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 withstand that, let alone the physical. I I get sunstroke when it's 75 degrees outside. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the sun would be bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you're confident, though, aren't you, Cyrus? I bet you think you could defeat the Amazon. If I had a pot, a fire starter, and a knife, I would be dead in the first 45 minutes. <laughs> okay, there we go, yeah. No, no, I think I, I think I could do okay. It's just the mental would fucking kill me. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, like, you need a lot of mental fortitude to do it, especially if you end up on your own and you're just there with your thoughts and yeah. mosquitoes. Yeah. And, and the thought that, hey, I can just leave at any time is yeah. makes it worse. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, why am I, why am I here? L let me just get up and, and fuck off. 
Uh, if, if, if by the way, if anyone listening to this has not seen Naked and Afraid, you should watch Naked the, and Afraid. The concept is you're literally naked and dropped in the Amazon rainforest, and or to... some other insane place, or like the the deserts of South Africa, or yeah, yeah, and you have to survive with a partner for 21 days. So and you're afraid. Yeah, you are naked and you're afraid. Yeah. So the the bad side of the things is, uh, you know, there's animals, there's weather. There's a lack of food, and the good side of things is you get to see another fanny. Yeah. Bonus. Bonus. Or a peen. Or a peen. <laughs> if if peen's your thing, you get to see another peen. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what did we watch? Anything? Oh, I'll tell you what we watched. Um, Devin watched another Scott Adkins movie. Oh, right. Uh, we settled down and watched Avengement. Uh, terrible title. We've already pointed that out, but what did you think? Oh, it was brilliant. It was great. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I got to hear Scott Adkins uh, not doing an American accent, so that was nice. Yeah, he was going full Cockney in this one. Yeah, like, yeah. He's it was a, great. He's a geezer. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's a great film, though. It's on Netflix. He was just, like, throwing punches and elbows, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of half prison film and half action film. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix now for anyone who wants to watch it. It's, it's actually... In my opinion, it's one of his best. I actually prefer it to the one we watch for the podcast, Ninja. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I prefer <laughs> it to that. Um, and also, the, uh, two more Scott Atkins films have just hit Netflix. Um, the Debt Collector and Debt Collector 2 are now on Netflix. So uh, I've seen both of those and they're worth a watch, but don't expect a ton of action. Or Also, don't expect typical Scott Atkins action. It's kind of... It's more kind of sloppy 80 style fisty cuffs than straight up martial arts um but that's it that's all i've got in my notes actually that we've watched i don't think we've watched anything special other than that not really i'm sure soonish we will get to watch mulan the new mulan um <laughs> yeah i you know, i've heard some very mixed reviews Aww. from kung fu fans every, who, whoever's a kung fu fan they, they tend to say it's shit um but the general reviews say it's pretty good um but i've heard it's kind of very like all the characters are very flat and stale and it's it's just it's kind of empty it just goes through the motions of mulan so Mm. still gonna watch it um should we jump quickly into the film yeah let's do it yeah all right let me reel off a few interesting facts so obviously king of the kickboxers made in 1990 directed by a gentleman called locust locust fucking hell Lucas, <laughs> yeah, his name is Lucas. That's his only name. No, Lucas Lowe, um, and he only ever directed this, No Retreat, No Surrender three, and American Shaolin. Uh, he did not direct any other movies. It's starring uh, Lauren. I think it's Lauren. I think it's Lauren actually. Lauren Avedon, Billy Blanks, and good old Keith Cook. Um, by the way, Keith Cook responded to me on Instagram. Uh, what? Yeah, he's he's prang. Uh, was it, is it prang? Prang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he uh, uh he messaged me. On, well, not messaged me, but he responded to one of my posts on Instagram the other day, and I was uh I was blown away. Um, I'm fucking freaking out. Yeah, it, sure. <laughs> that doesn't lose its novelty. I've I've spoken to Keith Cook, and I've messaged back and forth with the director of the raid, and just. It just doesn't lose its novelty. I know it's kind of cheesy, but I get a little starstruck by them, even though it's online. Dude, you know how I have weird face recognition? Yes. I saw him and I go, okay, I know who this is. Go on. But who, I couldn't, 
Who is he? I couldn't pinpoint. Do you know what the weirdest thing is? So, uh, yeah. He plays Reptile in Mortal Kombat. He sure does. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. But here's the one that was in my head. Go on. I went, okay, he has short black hair and he's wearing a gi, but I can't place it. So I looked him up on IMDb and he's in Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh. Yeah, he I did. fights Chris Farley. I did not know he was in that. Never yeah. seen it. No, yeah, you, you haven't missed anything. <laughs> um, he's, of course, in China O'Brien. That's one of his bigger roles. Uh, China O'Brien, which we haven't seen, but I'd like to do it for the, for the podcast. It's a Cynthia Rothrock movie, and he's uh, he's great in that. Um, let's see. Choreography by Tony Lung Su Hung, who, believe it or not, went on to choreograph the It Man, first It Man film. Really? Uh, with, he he kind of co-choreographed with Sammo Hung, I think. Um, and I'm just going to throw this out there because I noticed it in the credits and I'm not sure if anyone else noticed it in the credits. The cinematography was by a gentleman called Viking Chu. <laughs> I did not did see that. that. It was in the opening credits. I was like, damn, his first name's Viking. I did not see that. Yeah. Um, so let's get some opinions. Now I'm, I'm going to word this in a way... I'm going to word it carefully. Okay. So which one of you want to go first? You go first. Me go first? You go first. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll 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 give you my opinion and then I'll word the question that I want to word. So, is this film good? Objectively, no. Um, in fact, if anything... It's almost like, I mean, let's take a famous film, The Room. It's almost like The Room. I mean, it has... Yeah, you're speaking really. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's got garbage lines. It's got a garbage script. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, the fight scenes are fine, but nowhere near as good as I thought they might be. Um, the, the final fight is good. The, yeah. the, rest, the rest are... are uh, yeah, they they're not that good. Um, the characters are ridiculous. I the acting is hilarious. Yeah. But is this film entertaining? It's entertaining as fuck. Like <laughs> watching this film, I wasn't bored because every time something happened on screen, it was insane, and I enjoyed it. Um, and that's really where I stand on the film. Is it? Is it a good martial arts film that I will revisit? Hell no. Um, will I watch this in six years and laugh at it again? Yeah, sure, sure. So that's kind of my opinion on it. Uh, it's not great. It's not really all that good, but it's it's pretty fun. Cyrus, you go. Okay. <laughs> so it started, and I went, oh. This is a good, bad movie. Yes. Got it. Yes. And then it kept going, and it kind of just drained me. Got you. And I was like, oh, it's just... It's getting more like a okay, bad movie. Okay, okay. Yeah. But the fighting, I mean, subpar. No offense. Um, cheesy. Wait, wait till uh, I wait till I tell my friend Keith Cook what you've said. Keith Cook, I love you. Keith Cook, <laughs> oh, which is strange because Keith Cook actually has the best fight in the whole fucking thing. Oh, Frank, Frank is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. his his well, we'll he get. Whips everyone's ace. It's it's great. His his kicking skills are 
like up there with the best. But we'll, we'll get on to that. Um, so yeah, you didn't. It started off well for you, and then kind of got pretty shitty. It got a little harder to watch. Uh, I mean, it's just a kickboxer, but worse. I mean, what you have yeah. to say? All right. Yeah. I will say, the fighting is better than kickboxer, in my opinion. I do, really. I do not think kickboxer has better fighting than this. Interesting. No, not at all. This one, this one beats it. Uh, Devin, did you love this film? I did not love this film. You did not love this film. So <laughs> no, I didn't. Did you find it entertaining? Um, I mean, I guess. Um, I mean, I definitely have have issues with it. Um, you wrote a lot of notes. I did write a lot of notes. Yeah. Um, I guess my my main beef. I mean, obviously, like the things you said. You know, the acting was not very good. Uh, script. Awesome script not very good but i suppose my main issue is with uh lauren avedon yeah yeah like and obviously yeah i of course i made the same you know connection like as soon as it started i was just like you know where's jean-claude van damme (laughs) oh i mean worldwide everyone knows that this is a and so yeah my by the end of it i was just like lauren avedon is no jcvd you know i mean he has his character is just a garbage human being. I didn't. I did not care. We're, for him. we're gonna. We're gonna talk. Yeah, a lot. I have so much to say yeah, about his character specific. I mean, I, that's probably the main. My main beef. My yeah. main. The main thing I wrote about was literally everything that that. What's his character name? Jake. Everything that Jake does. Yeah. Um, everything that he does. The shit that he says, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a, so there's a lot. I would, I would, I would not watch this again. Weirdly, Lauren Avedon is in a film that came out the same day, which we've actually mentioned already. No Retreat, No Surrender three, and I stand that, I stand by that being an excellent kung fu film, and he's excellent in it. Yes, it's nineties. Yes, it's cheesy as well and silly, and probably has a terrible script. I don't remember, but. I remember the fights being excellent How in that film. How long ago have you watched it? Exactly. That's a yes. Exactly. How long ago did you watch it? Do you know what? I don't. I don't know if he listens to this podcast or not. I, I'm not quite sure. But I have a friend called Russell from the UK, and Russ watched it two days ago. Okay. It was on his Instagram. Russ. Let me know how it is if you're listening. If you're not, then you won't hear this, and I will reach out to you. But I I watched it probably, a, oh, Jesus, probably 10 years ago. Yeah. Russ, seriously, like... I don't think he listens. Well, we're going to make him listen now. Okay. So, but yeah, like, the... the uh, if his acting is better in that film than it was in this one, then fine. I'll, I'll be willing to watch it. But his acting, his choices... We won't be watching No Regina. No, it's just... Okay, should we jump into the first? Oh, yes, by the please. way, by the way, before we go any further, I had a little tidbit for for Cyrus. Um, so Billy Blanks is in this film, right? Yes. Obviously, <laughs> and he plays Khan. Uh, do you know what famous uh, pop culture character was inspired by Khan? Not Billy Blanks, but actual Khan. By the character he plays. I'll give you a clue. It's very close to your heart. Shere Khan? <laughs> DJ from Street Fighter. Wow. Yep. What the fuck? The creator of DJ has said that Khan, the character of Khan in this film, was one of the chief influences of DJ. 
Okay, yeah. well, DJ's Jamaican. So, let's just address right, that. Right. What was Billy Blanks going for? No idea. I How about this? Real quick. So, uh, Big Bro wins the tie tournament, and Billy Blanks kills him. Right. Right. And he goes, no foreigners can win this tournament. And Thanks. I'm like, one, number one, why? Number two, who's telling you to kill this guy? Do you just like killing foreigners who win tournaments? Three, uh, you're not from Thailand. Right. I believe I read somewhere where he was meant to be doing Jamaican. And he is not doing Jamaican no, in not. this film. But let's let's start from the start and like go through go through the film kind of uh sequentially. Um Devin's moving and making noise, so I, I do apologize. Sorry. It's not making too much noise. Okay. All right, we're still recording. Um, so, uh, my first note in the film, and I swear to God this was true, it's, it starts with two uh, fighters fighting in the ring, and one of them is Lauren Avedon's br- brother, but right. this is when Lauren Avedon's young, young, he's played by a kid. The guy, the Thai guy that gets beaten by Lauren Avedon's brother, I'm 99% sure it's Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> he looked exactly like Manny Pacquiao. Like I was shocked I'm when I sure saw him. The other guy was Rocky. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was doing a lot of Stallone. There was a lot going on there. Um, so basically, uh, Laura, mini young Lauren Avedon is cheering for his brother. His brother wins the title. Um, yeah, let's. Let's talk about the belt he wins. <laughs> it's the worst thing I've ever seen. If I won that, I would literally throw it in the garbage. It looks like a child made it. <laughs> you don't like know how much money. Yeah, you don't know how much money they they have to put into that belt. It it looks like it's it the looks like it looks like someone belt. flattened a coke can and then glued it to a, a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute garbage. It looked awful. Yeah. Anyway, I, I that just stood out to me. It, it's that it was the worst thing ever. Um. So uh, then, b- basically, the the brother wins, and they get jumped they, by. They get pulled over and jumped by Billy Blanks and. What you're the right hell over are you there, doing over Cyrus? there, Cyrus? Oh, sorry. I was tapping my phone. I forgot that we were on a, a podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you got to remember those things. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, they get pulled over by Billy Blanks and his crew, and Billy Blanks kills Lauren Avedon's uh, brother. Right, kills the brother, uh, beats up uh, Jake is his name. Jake, beats up sorry, the little brother, yes, beats up Jake. Jake, and yeah. And Does then... anyone want to talk about the young Jake? Oh dear, he has a lot going on. He is he is giving his all. Yes, he is. Um, if anyone wants to watch the. Uh, Scott Adkins has basically a podcast, um, and it's where he interviews uh, a number of martial arts actors. He interviewed Lauren Avedon. He spoke to him for about an hour. It's a really, oh, really? really good interview. And Dude, basically, I was about to bring that up. I just saw him talk to uh, Muay Thai guy. Uh, Tony Jaa? Yeah, Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa, yeah. yeah. That was probably the weakest episode, because Tony Jaa isn't best with the old English. He's not the best. Yeah. No, but his interview with Lauren Avedon, basically he says that the kid that played Jake, they just pulled him off the street. 
<laughs> he's not he's not an actor they've just yes, used I, <laughs> a random kid and it shows oh my god this kid does it show he is he's special i hope he's grown up to make something of himself because <laughs> yeah he is uh yeah he's special um so fast forward uh, unless right. anyone's got anything to say about that particular part Man. other than i will say billy blanks is jump double oh, yeah. scissor kick oh yeah that's fresh yeah He's got he's got some kicks on him. Yeah, he does. Uh, so fast forward, and I don't I don't. Someone else start for me. Okay. I don't even know how to describe this opening <laughs> scene. So so after that, after the brother gets killed and uh, Jake gets beaten up, you fast forward to uh, <laughs> ten, uh, years. <laughs> ten years. Ten years. Yep. To a police operation. It looks like they're gonna they're trying to to catch some criminals. It's like an undercover like sting. Yep. Um, and that's when we are introduced to adult, up Jake. Yeah, yeah, adult Jake, and he is undercover, uh, meeting some bad guys to <laughs> buy some drugs. Yes. And holy cow, there's a there's a lot happening with that undercover uh, work that he's doing. So Jake is well. I, I'm just gonna go for the obvious. He's wearing a silk headscarf. Right. Oh, he's in all black. Black. It looks like black denim jeans. Yeah. He has his black leather jacket on, sunglasses, sunglasses, and some sort of like black like scarf type thing over his head. It's it's insane. He looks like an eighties wrestler. Yes. He looks like he's gonna come in and wrestle someone. <laughs> and then he sits down, and the bad guy, who by the way is played by famous martial artist and like kickboxing champion. I don't know why he doesn't get a bigger role in this. Jerry Trimble. And Jerry Trimble's hair. Is that the spiky mullety type business? The spiky mullet. So yes. it's yeah, he's a <laughs> he's a white dude and he has like blonde, like the there's there's definitely a mullet happening. Oh. But the, the business on top is like spiky. You know, in like '80s films, when it used to be cool in comedies, when people get uh, uh, electrocuted, their hair would stand on end. Yeah, this guy looks like they did that to him. Yeah, yeah. He also looks like a pufferfish. He does. <laughs> His head he just, did. Just gone. He looked very puffy. Yeah, it's. It, I don't know. when Jake sat down next to Jerry Trimble, whatever his character's name is. I didn't know which one to look at. <laughs> I was like, he's rocking the headscarf. He's got the insane mullet. And I was just like, I was I was between a rock and a hard place, to but be honest. But then also Jake's character, his... I don't know if this was all, I guess, the persona that he made up for his undercover, you know, character. Please. Weird, like, Please. laughing. Like, ha, 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 ha. And yeah. I didn't understand what was happening. It sounded like he he was putting on a voice. My, after, my notes right. say, why is he putting on a background Right, it voice? sounds like he's putting on a voice. He has this weird kind of stiff laugh. I was just like, who is his, who's his undercover bad guy supposed to be? He's doing a Christian Bale voice. He's right. doing a very, he, like, rough, gruff, but kind of cheesy 90s-style voice. Yeah. Um, it, it was all, And then, yeah, a bunch of, like, madness ensues can after you, that. Can you actually imagine the director and filming that scene and going guys that was great <laughs> well i apparently also the director of the film like according according to lauren avedon himself the director was like turn everything up to 11 like i want everyone going pork chop sandwiches in this film oh dear like 
just nuts. And he got it. Yeah, he, he did. He got it. And I'm going to start... I think I've got a few quotes from this film, but I'm going to start with one. Okay. So, Lauren Avedon, he throws down, he has a scrap with the drug dealers, um, he burns Jerry Trimble's face with a space heater. Yeah, it looked like a space heater. <laughs> a random space yeah. heater. They're in this massive warehouse, yeah. and they have a space heater. Um, and then... One of the guys says to Lauren Avedon, Oh, a fucking cop! And he goes, Nah. Just a plain old cop. Fucking's got nothing to do with it. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. <clears throat> what I remember does that, that mean? I don't know. A lot of his little... His little... This... Okay. Jake gives a lot of sass in this movie. Jake... <laughs> Jake is the sassiest man. Right. So I just... Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he is, is the sass master. And I just... I just took that as just being being but it, sassy. it makes no sense. Oh, I know. A, a fucking cop? No, just a plain cop. Fucking's got nothing to do with it. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> you, what are you saying? It's like, yeah. it's so funny. Everything he does in this film, sorry, everything he says in this film is like he's doing a wrestling promo. Ooh, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, he's yeah, announcing yeah. all these fucking ridiculous lines. He's saying... Everything's a, a, a not a pun, but like a one-liner. Yeah, it's like he's Spider-Man or Deadpool from yes. like thirty years ago. Yes, absolutely. It's like you don't have to say these things, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's just one of the many, many issues that I have with this dude. I, and then also a part of this whole undercover thing, apparently because he's like some sort of like reckless you know cop or cop who wants to take them all on by himself his the you know his fellow officers who's supposed to you know be his backup he gives them the wrong address so that they can't so and i was just like what is wrong with this dude i was like how is he not fired he would he would be immediately fired right he would be immediately fired he'd, and he'd be fired for wearing that headscarf right he would be probably thrown in jail yeah. Right. And what I and what I found and it wasn't until um uh this morning actually where this occurred to me is I what they're what they're going for. What it seemed like they were going for is like, you know, the the um <clears throat> the reckless, you know, yeah. kind of the wild, you know, card. the wild card like cop, you know, who's like a bad boy loose but cannon. still right, the loose cannon, you know, and and um but still has like, you know, a heart of gold. But the problem is there's no He does, no, not, have a heart he of does gold. not have a heart of gold. There is no charm to him. And what I instantly thought of with like I guess the character they were trying to accomplish or what they were trying to make him be like and especially with this time period, I was thinking of Lethal Weapon. I was thinking of Riggs. You know, yeah. Riggs is yeah. like that, especially in that first movie. And, and you know, he plays pranks on Murtaugh and stuff like that. But there's still charm to him. Yeah. He's still, Riggs is still likable. And one of my final notes for this movie is Avedon is no Riggs. There's no charm to him. There's nothing about him that makes me like him. He's an asshole. Um, through, like, basically this, basically through this entire film. At one point, I wrote, like, at what point in this movie am I supposed to... to to like him am i supposed to root for this dude because he's a dick this whole fucking this whole fucking thing the whole movie and we know that you we know that Devin doesn't like dickhead characters no i do i do not a jackie when jackie's a womanizing piece of poo i do not and there was there was nothing redeemable about him the only time i felt bad for him was teenage you know 
Jake, who they pulled off the street and his terrible acting, that's the only time I felt sorry for him. After that, yeah. I guess he redeems himself by trying to avenge his brother and by saving the innocent lady. Oh no, I get that. Yeah, I get no, his motive. He's he's a he's a butthead. Yeah, I get his motives through the movie, but there's nothing he's just, there's nothing likable about him. He's just a, a perpetual like wise ass. Yeah. He is like Deadpool, but without like without the charm of Deadpool. Right. He's just he's just an asshole. Yeah. Like for this entire film I don't we're so having a technical I'm so, nightmare so here. Sorry. And Devin is trying I'm all sorry. kinds of <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. She's bought a silk get... headscarf and she's beating the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm trying oh, to get shit. I'm trying to get comfortable. Do you have any burns? Um I don't have any burns, but I do weirdly have a spiked blonde mullet all of a sudden. <laughs> Are you comfy now? Yes, I'm okay now. Are you sure? Yes. Alright, let's get back into it. Okay, then. so yeah, so then that was so that was my issue. So basically so yeah, so he you know, he fucks up some dudes, he gets yelled at by his captain for, you know Which it, it jumps oh my god there's too much to say about that scene so it jumps to the typical 80s even though this film's 90s but 80s and 90s I suppose trope of the angry captain yelling at the wild card you yeah. know the loose cannon yeah and when I was watching it I just realized this film is a spoof without being a spoof mm. yeah it's like it 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 feels like it's making jokes out of things, but it's taking itself super seriously. And also, that's why I like the first thirty minutes because yeah. I was like, "Whoa, this yeah. is really goofy." Yeah. Did anyone notice that some of the cops were dubbed? Were they? Oh, some of them were saying things and their mouths were closed. Oh, really? Oh, uh, which we will jump to later when there is a, a particularly hilarious piece of dubbing. I don't know if anyone noticed it towards the end of the film. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, he gets yelled at by his captain, uh, and then... <laughs> and then, yeah, and then he offers him another case. I was just like, why isn't he suspended? This guy is an undercover detective. Right. In, what, what city are we in? Are we in New York? No idea. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay, he's an undercover New York detective, and he gives him a case in thailand right i think it said like interpol what did he say the captain said interpol reached out and yeah. wanted wanted some additional I, help i'm not sure that's how police work works i don't know and he just goes what's the case he goes something about movies right something about <laughs> movies in thailand yeah he does he does something about movies wow that's, that's... so you're gonna send me to thailand to just look for something about movies okay <laughs> and do you know what there's a brilliant piece of meta uh, not comedy, but there, there's there's just meta stuff going on. He takes the tapes off his captain, and he goes home and he puts one of the tapes in, and he says, <laughs> he says the line, "This looks like a Bruce Lee movie without Bruce." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you know what the ironic thing is? This looks like yeah. He's watching one of his own movies. He's watching. He's a, watching his own movie. He's watching No Retreat, No Surrender three. Is he? Yeah. He's, oh, I didn't know. He's that. watching a Lauren Avedon movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Apart from when it jumps to the the Billy Blank stuff, killing people. Oh, okay, didn't know that. Oh, did we even talk about that? What? Oh no, no, that comes later. Sorry, sorry, I'm jumping, I'm jumping ahead here. Okay. So, uh, also, real yeah, quick, yeah. Here's a trope I hate: people getting out of the shower and then just having like towels around their necks. Oh yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Wait, when does that happen? 
in his apartment nice. when he's watching the the VHS. He comes out of the bathroom like he just had a shower. And he oh, a with tile. a towel around yeah. his neck. Yeah, he has a robe and a towel around his neck, and then when he meets Molly, she takes a shower and has a robe and a towel around her neck. That's yeah. That's just the way it was. Yeah, that's how we did it. You've never come out of the shower with a towel around your neck. I don't stay in it. I do. Yeah, I don't just hang out in just a towel. Uh, oh, 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 as well. I, I wanted to say something. Um, yes, there's a scene where after he watches his movie, he pulls out the picture of his brother. Yeah. And he's talking on the phone and he puts the phone down and does a yell. Do you remember that bit? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> Apparently, uh, Lauren Avedon refused to do that. And he was like, I'm not doing it. All I want to do is throw the picture into the fire. Mm-hmm. And, like, that will be me being upset. And the director was like, nope, we want you to do... Apparently, Sylvester Sloan does a, a similar thing in Rocky, the first Rocky. And he was like, we want you to do a Rocky yell or a Stallone <laughs> yell. And he was like, I don't want to do it. And, uh, of course, they pressured him. And what he does is just it, hilarious. It sounds, it's like a banshee, banshee whale at the moon. It it's, sounded yeah. so weird and... Yeah. and awkward so okay if that with that explanation it makes more sense because it was yeah i didn't understand what he was trying what noise he was trying to that's, make. that's just a lot of yeah. just choices right. and the next minute he's hopped on the plane he's in so he's yeah in so he thailand. recognizes khan in those movies and he's like yes i'm gonna go to thailand i'm gonna i'm gonna avenge my brother basically yeah yes and oh so the when he shows up in thailand let's talk about that sweet outfit he was rocking i've got it i've got it i've got it written down perfectly go on he is wearing yes yes please yeah can i go for it go for it go for it non-ironic fanny pack oh there's more to it than that my friend they're white oh i mean sunglasses fucking hawaiian shirt white pants yeah He's got a Hawaiian sh- a bright It was like Hawaiian yeah, it was like shirt. a bright orange. It was like basically a sunset with like palm trees and yeah, some white pants. The the Hawaii the Hawaiian shirt, white pants and fanny, fanny pack, pack combo? Yeah. I tell you what, that's a man with confidence. <laughs> I tell you what, I order that from McDonald's anytime. <laughs> that's, that's a that's a vacation outfit. That's I'm in Thailand. He is it's it's incredible. It's incredible. It really is. Um, I just got in my notes that someone says the word. Oh, oh yeah, he goes to a restaurant and meets up with his. The I guess the uh, an Interpol like detective yeah. or officer or whatever to get more details about the you know his undercover assignment. He says the word unorthodoxed. He <laughs> sure did. He did, did he? right? I had to Google that, and it is not a word. Yeah, you are not unorthodoxed. Right. You're just unorthodox. Unorthodox. Yeah. Okay, but I missed that. He definitely says unorthodox. I missed that. Yeah. Um, I thought that was quite funny. Uh, he has a little chat with the Interpol agent, and then we jump to... Uh, we jump to <laughs> the bad guys making their first movie. Or not their first movie. Their first movie that we see. So, there's an actor. He's turned up, and they've asked him to do a fight scene. In which the bad guys attack him, but the bad guys are fighting for real. So, let's just put it in simple terms. They're making snuff films. Right. They're making yes. snuff films where the good guys lose. Um, he's in what looks like a mechanics. Yeah, like some what? sort of garage warehouse type thing. Why is there a naked woman 
on one of the cars. Right. What's she doing? So there? they start, you know, they start filming this scene, and this poor, unsuspecting dude who just thinks he's acting in a movie. You know, he realizes that, oh, this is for real. They're actually, like, the weapons that they're using are real. And he's being cut. And then they break out, you know, this gun. And they try to shoot him. And he hops on top of this, like, car that's under a tarp. He moves the tarp. And underneath it is a dead woman's body. Just Like, dead naked woman's body. Dead naked woman. Just randomly there. Was that a lady? That's a lady. There were boobs. There were definitely boobs. Oh, I thought it was just maybe a dude with some cheekies. No, no, no. I promised everyone I would talk about boobs less this episode, <laughs> but there was definitely some boobies. So, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was random. And well, so I, then, it yeah. It made no sense that she was there. I was just like, what is going on? Yeah, so this dude has to fight for his life, and then Khan pops up and Khan. destroys this poor, poor man, poor innocent man. Can we just talk about Khan and how he's the worst villain ever? Yeah, I. Uh... I okay, let me ask you, let me, let me ask you a question. Why is he the worst villain ever? Because he has, he's pure evil. He has no backstory and there's nothing to like about him. And also... That's why the Joker is the best. Yeah, his performance is incredibly wooden. Um, are, I do, uh, yeah. are you comparing Billy Blanks' performance to Heath Ledger's Joker? No. I'm <laughs> how bad he is to yeah, Mark Hamill's Joker. Yeah, yeah. It's It's... Pure evil. I it's don't. Just, he's yeah, just like a he, he, and he kills people for no reason. Yeah, he clearly sucks. needs to be like in prison. Like he's just a, a a horrible, horrible human being. And and Billy Blanks, like, I mean, his acting, it was just so dry and I so don't wooden. Know what he was going for? Yeah, at I times, don't know what his voice, like, what his accent was supposed to be. At the time, it sounded like he was speaking like in Hulk speak. Like, <laughs> me do this, right. I do that. Right. It sounded very, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and his yeah. his look was bananas. Like, he had some weird hair tassel Sorry. things happening. Please. Like, large hoop earrings. Let's just go on a journey through his hair. His, yeah. So, he has two... They're not even braids. I'm unclear as what they're supposed to be, but they're these they're things braids. hanging from... But were then, they braids? But then they were hanging. Well, DJ has dreads, so they're cut. I, they look like braids. But they were hanging like from his, like almost from his temples, from like his around temple. from like above, like where his ears are. And so I, I was unclear as to where they were coming from. All right, you know what? This is getting too hot. I gotta take my pants off and stand in front of this. Guy. <laughs> this is getting too hot, or you're getting too hot? As in the temperature is getting, getting too hot? hot. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, and he has like feathers hanging <laughs> off his feathers trestles. attached to the yeah feathers attached to the tassels. And then a hoop earring that can only be I, I don't know they called him Khan I don't know if he thought he was Chaka Khan because those earrings are yeah. Crazy. And then I think in what they were just it was just one hoop earring, like one, lo- one. large in in one ear. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. I I didn't know what was happening with him. Yeah, it looked like one of the rings from the Sonic movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 His his look was no good. Ooh, can I bring up another another one of Jake's looks? Oh, I didn't know about his another. So I think oh, his when... jean jacket is yeah, cut off. Jean yeah, jacket. that was when he went to the 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 uh the kickboxing school, right? Yeah, he was wearing this denim vest with like fringe coming from this of uh, this cut off like sleeveless denim vest with fringe coming from the top, and it had like USA stickers or, or uh, patches on them. Two of them. Yeah. Two USA patches. Yeah. 
Um, just to rewind a bit, actually, there's a bit where Jake is just walking through the uh, streets of Thailand. And um, I remember when we watched Kickboxer, they're on a boat going through Thailand. And I remember pointing out that there were some funny, like, oh, strip yeah. clubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Jake walks past one, and in the window, it just says, Hot Stuff for Lovers. <laughs> That's it. Just Hot Stuff for Lovers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I would well, I would go in there. That doesn't sound too intimidating. It sounds quite, to be honest, it sounds quite quaint. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, yeah. The most certainly tame compared to the, the ones in Kickboxer. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, a little bit of hot stuff baby tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know where we are in the film. I, I guess we're rushing through it a little bit. Oh, we never got to that poor woman. What's, that, what's her name? Molly. Molly, oh. yeah. Can we, can we just discuss? So... Let me set the scene. Yes. So the, the, the snuff filmmakers are celebrating. They're watching these guys dance and or fight, choreograph fighting, and they're having they're having a royal knees up, they're having a good old time. Khan's chilling and they they say, Here's a reward for you, Khan, and they bring out a lineup of women. Right. Can I just say this? They pulled out a lineup of Thailand's ugliest women yeah they Did were not a, they women? were not attractive molly was the only attractive one in that whole one of them looked like one of them looked like fucking that were nice and the rest of them not so good not so good molly molly was one of the prettiest ones 100%. um one of them looked like bojack horseman <laughs> <laughs> she was oh she was terrible um and i don't i i know this is sounds misogynist and it's terrible to say that people are ugly and everyone's pretty and you know blah 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 everyone holds their all unique beauty but this oh Admittedly, my god there were some pretty yeah. like if you're like lining up some ladies to service someone i imagine that you would pick attractive ones if i was caught even I- though even though it's you know at least for molly's <laughs> instance she was kidnapped <laughs> scenes or or you know and basically was about to but ge- be raped genuinely in that scenario if i'm con and i'm sat down and they pull out that lineup i would say i'm all right i'm a bit tired <laughs> okay, are you fucking kidding me dude yeah i'd just be I'm like the best killer on the planet and they're all white women i don't know where they got from because they're in thailand they're all white I thought women. one was tired was i wrong i don't remember i i, I think they're the, white. yeah the, i knew i knew the majority the of majority them were white. white honestly but like it, it looks like the ladies want to get snagged. Yeah, it's, it's, like, yeah, it seemed like, like, yeah. No, oh, but they into it. It seemed like every woman who was lined up, except for Molly, was perfectly cool being there. Oh, because Molly, she had like her head down and she, you know, she wasn't making eye contact. She looked scared and the rest of them were just like standing there smiling. Oh, fair enough. I mean, yeah, anyway, they looked, they weren't attractive. No. Um, it's sad to say. Uh, so Khan picks Molly. Uh, picks Molly and takes Molly back to his room. By the way, uh, a little tidbit as well. The actress that played Molly and Lauren Avedon fucking hated each other on set. Oh, really? They were not friends. Apparently, Lauren tossed some kind of comment towards her, imp- implying she was like a prima donna or, you know, she was you know, hoity-toity or whatever, and they fell out big time. Mm. They were not fans of each other. Um, Also, she did not want to do any nudity for this film. She refused to do nudity. 
and then the director's made her do that one scene where she gets her boobs out. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I actually shattered boobs when I saw that. That's right. <laughs> that's right. As she should. Um, so Khan takes Molly back to his room, and uh, he's trying to make sweet love. Well, he's not trying to make sweet yeah. love. He's trying to basically rape her. Yeah. Uh, she manages to escape. Uh, Khan... Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Do you know what? Hold on. Do you know what Billy Blanks uses as? Uh oh, there we go. Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Take your time. Here it comes. I got it. Okay. I got it. Do okay. you know what Billy Blanks uses as protection during sex? Condoms. Condoms. No. Condoms. <laughs> no. So anyway, they're in this room. <laughs> they're in this room, and he's he's getting ready to, to to rape her, and she says, "Is it all right if I go and freshen up my badge?" Right. And he says, "How do you know Thai customs?" So apparently, it's custom in Thai to go and freshen up, freshen your, up your lady business. Yeah. I guess she before. doesn't literally say that. She says, right. "Do you want me to go and?" She says, "So like go and clean my or cleanse myself." Yeah, or something. something like that. Yeah. Anyway, she turns the shower on and she fucks off out the window. Right. And then Khan gets upset. Right. And he sends, like, goons to try to find her. And they're cha- they're chasing Molly through the streets. And she comes running past uh, Jake. And Jake intervenes and saves the day. And he's got more fucking one-liners under his hat in Jesus. that scene. Jesus. I can't even remember them. But, yeah. my God. He's... He, I'll, 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 I've, got, <laughs> I've got something in my notes later that I'll, I'll talk about. But he just... Uh, all that sass. Just... All that sass. He's just insane. <laughs> Uh, he saves Molly and they go back to Molly's house and <laughs> she has her own modeling shots on her wall. Yeah. Do people do that? I don't know. If you were a famous model, would you have like framed pictures of yourself? Is that cool? Do people no. Do that? <laughs> no? I, That's insane. I was going to say, like, does Rihanna, I know she's not a model, but, well, she is kind of a model, but does Rihanna have like shots of herself framed on her wall? Of course not. She just has like freaking bars of gold. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, she's got her own modeling shots. And um, she says... Uh, uh, <laughs> she says the line, I told my family I was going to Thailand to be an actress or a model. Yes! That was... I, I wrote a note of... I, that's exactly what I wrote. Who goes to Bangkok to be a model or an actress? Exactly. But then, but then, but, so, but then I started thinking about this. And I was just like, maybe like white women are more of a novelty in Thailand, so more likely to get work Mm. however you're in an unknown you're you're in an unknown country that wouldn't be my first like like i'm gonna i'm gonna jump ship and travel basically across the world to try this i just went you know what (laughs) i want to be a comedian i'm gonna try thailand first right exactly right (laughs) you're literally born and raised in the country with one of the biggest movie industries in the world america yeah and obviously the highest paying and highest grossing movie industry in the world and you go nah dog i'm gonna go to thailand and that and so then i started wondering i was like did she like did she join like an agency in the U.S. and they're like like some you know basically like as a scheme to get her to Thailand to try to sell? Oh, you, you went know? you went a deep. Dive. I did. You and, went into a backstory. And, and did she find they were like I'm gonna send you to Thailand. There's plenty of work here. Or did she go on her own? Because if she went on her do, own, that's bananas. If she do was, you and Molly hang out now. <laughs> 
close. Or was if she was tricked no, she into going to Thailand she went and on fine. Own, for sure. Then yeah. she's forgiven slightly. Um so they have a little discussion and then Oh, we forgot to talk about shit. I completely jumped over it. Uh when when Jake first gets to uh Thailand, he just turns up at a Muay Thai school. And decides to yeah. fight a bunch right. of people. Right, I did not. This is also, you know, more evidence of him being like the biggest fucking douche. He just goes there, and you know, he's walking around, and he's basically like, "You guys are shit. You know, let's fight. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna show you what kickboxing is." And like, basically beats people up. And then when he's done, he's just like, "You all are fucking losers," and pieces <laughs> out. <laughs> and then... Can I interject real quick? Yeah. I think it's very lazy writing, but I think he was trying to bait yeah. that movie company. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, 100%. He went there to show off that he was the best. So, like, the movie... Oh, yeah. I didn't... Did you just think he just turned up and fucked people up for no reason? I thought maybe... My thought was, okay, um, you know, he's gonna... He wants to, at some point, fight Khan, um, and he wanted to go to a school to... to I, I was 100% thinking in terms of the film Kickboxer with Jean-Claude Van Damme. He wanted to go to, oh, to a train. school. Yeah, to train, to try to, you know, bun, you know try to um, up his, his skills. But he was just like, you know, you guys all suck and, and fucked off. I didn't realize that he no. was trying to bait the movie. He was, he was trying oh, to bait. okay. Yeah, he was trying yeah, to bait it's, Sean. It's bad oh. for me, to be yeah. honest. Um, so one of the, the uh, Muay Thai fighters, they... Uh, they kind of follow Lauren Avedon, or Jake, sorry, and he basically shows off to Jake and says, look, I'm going to fuck you up because you're not good. Right. And he beats the shit out of him. That was great. Yeah. I yeah. love having... Watching Jake get his ass right? to him was, was kind of cool. I, yeah, that made me happy. And that dude was, was very good. And during that fight scene, after that fight scene, I should say, was the one time where I was just like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everyone in this film speaks like they're in an improv class. <laughs> this is a legitimate exchange. Why are you helping me? I hate to see helpless Americans. Do you know any? My father. Yeah, I was like... What? <laughs> yeah, everyone is like... Like, everyone speaks like in a, in a robotic... Like... Yeah. How are you today? I went to the store... <laughs> Did you buy eggs? I did buy eggs. Were they good? I went home and cooked them. They were delicious. Like, uh, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like very none of it has the um like there's no actual human charisma behind it all. It's just yeah, no. it's like they're reading lines off a paper. Yeah. A piece of paper. But also, that guy was like clearly 100% Thai, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh Oh, he wasn't struggling with the English, but he was definitely Thai, yeah. So how is his dad American? My assumption is that he was trying to say that he's half American. I don't know. He's half American. Maybe his his mom has strong genes, or his father could be Thai, just born, you know. You know who doesn't have strong genes? Jake. Jake, yeah. His genes were torn at the knees, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Looking looking fresh. Um, So... I got random notes like so then okay so then after that so um the so Jake goes to <laughs> my notes upset me. 
Jake goes to a village to train with a master. Once again, I, you know, my, my note was, my note was, uh, Jake is going to a small village to train with a master. Will it be Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yes. It was not Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> no. Although I will say that in, I'm going to get this wrong. So everyone don't shout at me in kickboxer retaliation or whatever the newest kickboxer was. Uh, someone does go to Thailand to train and it is Jean-Claude Van Damme that they train with. Ah, so, nice. yeah, he does pop up in one of the latest kickboxes. I think there's like 12 kickboxes now. Uh, but, yeah, he, he, he goes to, he goes and visits Prang, who, explain to me, mm-hmm. he's pretending to be drunk? Yeah. It seems like but it. But he was pretending to be drunk before Jake got there. Who was he doing it for? I think that's just a persona in general for everyone oh. around town, everyone who comes. You know, he's he's method. Maybe he sensed him and then just whipped out the. <laughs> uh, he's method. Uh, he's he yeah. He's method acting. He's not breaking character. He heard the jingling of Jake's fanny pack. And he was just like, <laughs> "Here's some fucking mug coming over here now." Um, so yeah, he he comes up to Prang and Prang pretends to be drunk. Uh, a monkey steals his passport. Sounds bonkers. Yeah, that whole, that the that chimpanzee was unnecessary. Everything about that chimpanzee was unnecessary. Well, the first shot of the chimpanzee, you see its penis. Oh, I didn't. On I the didn't very see first that. shot, it's got dangling bits. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I was too. I was too upset by the chain around his neck. Yeah. Because I like nature, I guess. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure chimpanzees aren't native to Thailand. So I don't like, know. They could. Not. Maybe. Oh, they're not. <laughs> oh no! I oh. Forgot to that's great. That's great. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even think about I that. I didn't. I didn't appreciate that. I was just like, I don't like that. There's a there's a chain around this poor chimpanzee's neck to keep it there as it's as Prank's pet. I didn't like that. You know, granted, chimps are scary. Uh, they are horrifying. Chimp will tear your face off. Right? They they. One did tear a woman's face off. Sure uh, so yeah, so so didn't she do a face transplant? That woman, she did. She was one of the first. Did, she get the, did she get the chimp's face? No, she I... got she got fucking John Travolta's face. Oh yeah, yeah. So... yeah that, that was really funny. <laughs> that was really funny. The idea of her getting the chimp's face as as I some kind of as some kind of compensation. That's that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, like sorry that that should have gotten a bigger laugh because yes, it was a good hey, joke. It happens. <laughs> Yeah, condoms, guys. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, chimps are scary, but I didn't like that chain being around his neck. I didn't like uh, him being kept as a pet. Yeah, and the chimp steals Jake's passport. Okay, so Cyrus, did you were you paying attention for that scene where the, the chimp steals Jake's passport and then there's a shot of the chimp like looking through it, which was pointless. And didn't it look like just a random like two-by-two two picture, just kind of like half-ass scotch-taped? inside like on a blank page oh shit i think i was so con- i was, think i was so into the chimp just stealing the pas- passport i didn't really know oh uh, yeah the, the passport was hilarious it was i just, mean nothing about it you know it other a blank than, notebook. yeah it was i was so angered by that scene because if you're gonna bother to have that scene and have like a pointless scene of a chimp looking through a passport don't have it look like don't have it look like shit and also real quick he goes, hey, I'm sorry, my monkey, wrong word, yeah. stole your passport. Sorry about that. You taught the monkey to do that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Tim's also like, oh, shit, passport, this is important. It's like, I want food. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole, the whole bit with uh, Jake and Prang as as teacher and student. Um, there's there's some back and forth. There's some there's insane some, moments, right? And then and then so like when, you know. Oh, so there's this bit where it's like randomly some dudes are there trying to like beat up Prang. Don't know why. Um, but then Prang like busts out his moves, his sweet, sweet moves. And yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah. By the way, so sweet. it's an absolute highlight of the film. Um, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. His kicks were... Okay, we might have a shot here. Yeah, right. his, his, his boot work is, is just amazing. Yeah. He's, he's so fucking good. Um, I don't want to ruin anything. There's actually a question from a listener later about Keith Cook kicking. But then you got you go to into your montage of like praying, like training Jake, and then when he starts talking about like Khan's moves, and then his signature like set of kicks, and how he keeps calling how um what I what I focused on was how he called uh Khan's how Khan is unstoppable, how Khan's like signature mm-hmm. like final moves are unstoppable. Yeah. But I was just like, you know, especially for that one. I guess the scissor kick. So he like Khan jumps in the air, his legs are spread and he brings his feet like to, you know, basically to hit you on either side of your head. I'm like, while his legs are open, why can't you just kick him in the balls? Or just like move. Or yes, or move or duck down. (laughs) So it was just, I mean, granted, he is a formidable fighter. Billy Blanks looked fantastic, but I was just like, he's not unstoppable. Well, he has been so far. I guess, but yeah, I didn't, you know, maybe you should teach martial arts. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I thought there were other bonkers scenes to be like. There is a moment where where Jake says to uh, says to Prang, "I left my brother to die in the gutter." No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. Firstly, you, you were, were on a, a child. Beach. You were like a what, eighteen? You were on the beach, <laughs> and you got the shit kicked out of you right. after your brother was dead. Like none of that is true. Yeah. There was no gutter involved yeah. at all. Yeah, there was a lot I think of. That's just a, the... A, a term of phrase or, yeah or, yeah yeah well it seems like i left like he's dead and i could bury him and i couldn't do anything about it there was a lot of angst between these two oh, i yeah. i wrote that they had all these dudes have like issues to work out look like they need some and i mean in general yeah i 100 percent thought jake like he shouldn't be a police officer he should be in therapy he should be 100 percent like with some sort of grief counselor uh, he, yeah, he has a lot of, Jake, he is problematic. The character of Jake in this film, the best way I can describe him is he seems like someone who always has an erection. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's always got a boner for some reason. Like, cause he's always hepped up and, and just filled with like energy. Yeah, and, itching for a fight. And, and I'm running. not saying it's always a good boner, but he's yeah. always got like an aggressive, like, Penta. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah, angry you know, boner. Yeah, angry. angry boners. <laughs> angry boner. Sometimes sad boners. He's yeah, he's got a lot going on. Um, someone needs to answer this question for me because yeah. I have not got an answer. In kickboxer, with kick in kickboxer with Van Damme mm-hmm. in this film, mm-hmm. why on God's earth is doing the splits so important? Flexibility, baby, getting high on those kicks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, his his splits aren't nearly as good as JCVD's. But How dare you? It's, she hit the jackpot. Well, it's true. Van Damme kind of is the king of splits, right? I, I think it's all about flexibility and getting high up to do those kicks. The only person that's ever used the splits in a fight is Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat when he punches Goro in the nuts. Yeah. 
No one else uses the splits, and yet they're always so focused on the splits. Well, wait. Van Dam did it first, right? Van Dam did splits right Oh, does he do it in... What, is that Blood a kick? Bloodsport. Oh, yeah, he does. Maybe? Uh, um... Oh, I'm yes. wrong. I'm yes, wrong. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's in Bloodsport. It's I in think Bloodsport. he does it in Bloodsport and then continue to do the splits in every single movie since. Mm. Yeah. Van Damme is a, is a big proponent of the splits. In Time Cop, someone tries to... He spills water on the floor. Oh, and yeah. And someone shoots a taser at the floor. And Van Damme he does, does the split splits on, some... on his kitchen counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a treat. It is. Oh, by the way, speaking of Van Damme, uh, last week I watched Double Team, the film with him and Dennis Rodman in it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Van Damme and Dennis Rodman up against Mickey Rook. Jesus, how'd that go? That film is goddamn flames. I'm what? Not, I'm not kidding. Oh my god, it's so fucking enjoyable. The action's great. Dennis it's, Rodman. Dennis Rodman is. Dennis Rodman in that film, his war his wardrobe choices are insane. But what about his like acting or what does he bring to he the comes across, to the table? I don't know if I can he comes across he comes across as a gay gentleman in this film. Okay. He's he's very like sassy and one liner, but not aggressively feminine. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But he's fantastic in it. Uh, Van Damme's fantastic in it. Mickey Rook, I don't know what he's doing, but he's shirtless <laughs> at the end. Um, it's a great film. I'd love to do it for the podcast. It's it's like this film, like really insane. Um, but it's it's fun. Um, uh, Van Damme kicks a tiger. <laughs> so he definitely. Oh, I should uh... add. I should add on the little bit. Uh, on top of that, he kicks a tiger while standing in a field of mines in order to save a baby. I'm sorry, I wish you hadn't have told me that. Because <laughs> I feel like that's the type of thing that, I mean, you can't give it away. You just oh, have to may- watch maybe, it. Maybe, maybe I've ruined and, that and a little just, bit. And, yeah, and come across it on your own. But if anyone else... Uh, like, literally, if we watch it, the first thing, as soon as you press play, I'm just be like, where's the tiger? Where's the tiger? Um, so, if anyone out there is, like, interested in watching... Uh, 88 Films, the, the brilliant company that's putting out loads of martial arts films on Blu-ray at the moment, they're putting out a Van Damme uh, collection. Uh, a bunch of Van Damme films, maybe four or five. One of them is Street Fighter, and one of them is Knock Off. Now, Troy Hark directed two Van Damme films, and he directed Knock Off and Double Team. Knock Off is fucking terrible. I I recommend watching Double Team instead. And if you want to watch Double Team, I believe it's on Stars at the moment. If anyone has Stars, anyway, I'm going. I'm good. It's so good though. Like Dennis Rodman is wearing like a multicolored leotard at one point, and it's it's fantastic. It's a really good film. I enjoyed it. Um, so I've still got a lot to say about about yeah. this scene. At one point, Lauren Avedon refers to Prang as that dirty old man. Right, and I was just like. What are you talking about? I was like, he looks like the same They're age the same as you. Age. How right. o- go on, take a swing at how old they are in this film. I, I did the research. Go on. I actually had to do the research. Too. Okay. Okay, well, wait. They're so like 30, I didn't right? I didn't do any research, so that's why I want to guess. Go on. So my assumption is that Jake in this movie is like 28. And yeah, I, I mean, Prang looks to be like, what, like 30, 32? Jake is 28. Boom. 
And Keith oh. Cook, aka Prang, is 31. Boom! So you're pretty much dead on. Um, yeah, and he calls him a dirty old man. Right? Yeah, just, oh, just bonkers. And then Prang was like, you goddamn dirty fucking American. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, he nice. does? He, yes, he does. He calls him like a piece of shit American. Right, that's why I was like, yeah, these dudes like, have like issues and have like a lot of angst going back and forth. So wait, so is Prang, like, is his character supposed to be older? Yeah, I think so. They don't put any makeup on him. No. But okay. I think he's meant to be older. Okay. Oh, he has like a little bit of a, maybe a grayish beard. Oh, right. I was wondering if that was supposed to be, to be a grayish beard. So, uh, fast forward a little bit and uh, Jake gets offered basically a role in one of the snuff films, which is what is meant to happen. Um, the guy that offers him the role is a gentleman called Mr. McKinney. All I said is, if Mr. McKinney offered me a movie role, I'd 100% know that I'd be sucking an old man's knob on screen. Yeah. He... He's so sleazy. Yeah, he is. He's so fucking sleazy. Like, he looks like the type of person that would touch you and leave, like, a, a film of slime <laughs> on your skin after yeah. he touches you. Yeah, he yeah. looked unpleasant. He yeah. looked untrustworthy and creepy to begin with. Yeah, so basically that leads to uh, the fight between Billy Blanks and... Uh, or sorry, I should say Khan and Jake. Before that happens, however, Cyrus, i got a question for you. Yeah? When's the last time you slept a full night of sleep in jeans? <laughs> Maybe, like, when I got drunk in college. Right? I Jake willfully chooses to wear jeans to bed. Sleeping in jeans is the worst feeling. It's so restrictive and yeah. so horrible. Hey, maybe he. And, and it's in Thailand, so you know how much kind of swamp ass is going on. <laughs> oh man! He didn't have any gym jams. It's, like, it's like you're wearing a trash bag. It's all just hey. you're creating an ecosystem. I'm just hoping he had some wet wipes in the morning. <laughs> there's some stuff going on. Um, yeah. And, and before, by the way, everyone, before he uh, before he goes off to the fight, of course, he uh, he has a bit of nude time with Molly. Um, and that's where her boobs pop out. She does do a uh, boob shot. Uh, I'm not going to rate her boobs. <laughs> um, they are not 80s boobs. They were 90s boobs, so I won't delve into them. Um, so, uh, yeah, he... <laughs> it's, there's a crazy scene. Jake hops on this one-man boat and just rows off into the mist. Right. In order to fight Khan. And he gets to... Wherever, somewhere. The Thunderdome, right? Ba they, <laughs> basically. they basically made the Thunderdome from Mad Max yeah. out, out of bamboo. And they put him in it to fight. And then it's revealed that Khan has actually killed Prang yep. and kidnapped Molly. Right. Now, did you notice at the end, she's yelling for Jake. Yeah. But she's dubbed. Her mouth is closed. Oh, and no, I didn't notice She's that. not yelling anything. And instead of dubbing over Jake, they dub over <laughs> Jack instead yeah, she calls him jack twice i did not <laughs> hear that yeah yeah it was so funny i was like why is he is she saying jack i did not hear that jack. yep yep calls him jack um and then basically the you know the the fight the fight goes on um it's fine it's fine. It's really... There was some, yeah, there was some cool, like, elbow work and some kick work. Yeah, that's my problem. There's not enough, like, hand-to-hand -hand exchanges. Not enough, like, pop, 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 pop. It's very pop, pop, 
bop, very like singular moves that are going on. It's it's not very crisp or fluid. It's not very fluid. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of just big kicks going on. Apparently, Lauren Avedon also says that uh, Billy Blanks is the hardest kicker in the game. Like out of fighting all the people he's fought, Billy Blanks hits hardest. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I believe it. Yeah, he's yeah. a beast. He's yeah, massive. He he's yeah, absolutely yeah. massive. Do you know? Here's a question: How much is Billy Blanks worth? Oh, right? Yeah. Don't go crazy. He's not worth 120 million, but how much do you think he's worth? Maybe 25. How much do you think? Am say? I guessing? Um, I'll say. I'll say 40. Okay, well, you're both very close. He's worth 30 million. Boom. Did you know Don, Donnie Yen? Donnie Yen's only worth 40 million. Really? So Billy Blanks is only 10 million off being as rich as but then again Donnie Yen's only gonna get richer Billy Blanks no one's doing Tai Bo right in this day and age no. I mean I, I'm sure he's doing other stuff Tai Bo was yeah I'm... I, I I looked up a few people actually Keith Cook trained Zoe Saldana for Avatar really yeah he was a personal trainer and also he was a martial arts consultant on Alita Battle Angel really yeah, yeah. Yeah, which, really interesting. But that film was uh, not very good. No, it wasn't. Hey, no. Dude, I watched that movie two times since we've seen it. It's actually, I hate, I don't know why I'm saying this, it's pretty good. Where's, I'm going to have to. Can you hang up on it? Can you, can you reach <laughs> the phone? Can, just hang up on it? can you hear me? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to have to disagree with you, sir. How many times have you seen it? Just the one. When did you watch it? Because you didn't watch it with me and Cyrus. You refused to. Yeah, I watched it on my own. Really? Oh, I remember. I was, like, sequestered in the bedroom. Like, it was probably on a day where, uh, since you've been working from home, like... like... Sequestered isn't the right word. <laughs> that sounds like... That sounds like I demanded you to come to the bedroom and service me. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Where I was, like, stuck cast in the... Cast off to the bedroom. Yeah, cast off into the bedroom while you were out here working. And, yeah. And you watched it. And you thought it was shit. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Yeah, I thought it was shit, but now Cyrus has said it's good. I might have to watch it, it again. It grows on you, man. It really does. I feel like I have a very good memory of that movie, and I still don't think it's that great. Big eyes. Big eyes, baby. <laughs> Big, Big eyes. eyes. It should have just been called Big Eyes, baby. Yeah, just, that's it. That's it. Um, so the fight goes down, and the only really last note I have is... That the filmmakers must have had some budget left over at the end. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> Bazookas. <laughs> they just Bazookas. blow up everything. Yeah. yeah. That made no sense. That, that, was, no sense. that was excessive. I feel like that was unnecessary. You've, you know, you've caught the bad guys, you yeah. know? At least, like, give it, like, a couple days, uh, you know, to make sure the scene is completely clear, there's no bystanders. <laughs> then you can just, then you can just kind of knock that stuff down. <laughs> there was Maybe. Maybe you could collect some evidence. Right. Just blow up this fucking bamboo jungle tree. Right. I was just like, holy shit. Yeah, they blow up the Thunderdome and basically all surrounding jungle. Basically. Yeah, they blow up everything. It's it's nuts. Uh, they pull out for, like 12 RPGs. For very much no reason. No reason. <laughs> no reason at all. Um, so yeah, uh, this film... I was actually very disappointed in this film. I expected, I honestly expected good things from it, or at least a lot of like '90s kung fu fun, and I didn't get it. Um, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm quite unhappy to be honest. I, I'm a bit, I'm not unhappy that we chose this film because I think it was funny, but as a kung yeah. fu movie, I, I really don't think it's very good. The final fight's all right, 
and it makes me question some other movies. It makes, <laughs> it makes me question. I I think uh, No Retreat, No Surrender three was good. Um, I'm pretty sure American Samurai with Mark Dacascos is good, but I'm worried that shit as well. Um, so yeah, it's got me second guessing myself a little bit, but. It wasn't enjoy. It wasn't an enjoyable watch. Yeah, would I watch it again? No, not anytime soon. Yeah, me no. either. No I love thanks. Lauren Avedon. I think he's very, very talented. I think he's a great on-screen fighter. But just this film just isn't good. I might be willing to watch something else of his just to compare, just because his acting choice. And if this was really just because of the director, then fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but his but he his acting in this is I, no bueno. I think he's in a film directed by Corey Yoon. I think Corey Yoon might have directed No Retreat, No Surrender 3. I might be wrong though, but I I remember that being much better. But maybe. We'll see. We'll see if we do that. Um, do we want some listener questions? Absolutely. Yeah, we can Oh, wait. wait, real quick. I just have one last note that I didn't cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One final note. We want to have everything. Yeah. So here we go. Khan, he's pure evil. He's the worst ever. Yeah. Why did he release Molly when he was dying? I don't know. The the the, the choice... No, 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 no. So her him releasing her, you didn't see like she was gonna like fall into like those spikes that were in the moat. Oh no, I've just stopped recording. Oh no, I haven't. No, I haven't. That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I thought I stopped recording. Yeah, I, no. He was releasing her. He was releasing her in. And, like, because um, remember there was that part where Jake, where he gets kicked off the platform and he hangs on to, like, the cage door and he almost falls. But he, yeah. and his face almost goes into those, like, the spikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he was draw. I think she would have fallen into those. But she came right down into the center of the. Well, she missed the thing, them. Right? She somehow I missed them, he, I guess. I thought he, like, Jake, like, like jumped and, like, pushed her onto the platform. Am I wrong? Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't, I don't really remember anything about this no. I guess not, yeah. But I don't, I 100% don't think that he released her out of, like, like a fight, like, a moment of, like, goodness as he dies. No. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll jump into the list of questions. We'll see if we can fire them out pretty quickly. Uh, one was asked uh, of me first, so I'm just really going to cover that. I mean, you guys can throw in your opinion, but I don't know if you have an opinion yet. So right. um, this, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, this is from a guy called Rodney Dennis. Um, if anyone wants to see, honestly, some of the rarest shapes kung fu that there is, Follow Rodney on Instagram. Uh, it's Rodney underscore R R D E N. So Rodney underscore R R D E N. He he finds like Gordon Liu fight scenes from 1981 that were on Taiwanese television that no one's ever seen. He puts out the rarest stuff, and they're all like top quality. So give him a follow. It's it's honestly amazing stuff, and he's got seemingly an infinite resource of them. Um, so he asked, a uh, question for the podcast, how high would you rate Keith Cook as a kicker? Now, the problem is, is I don't think you guys have watched any films with the well-known super kickers of Kung Fu Cinema. So there's very famous kickers. So we have Huang Chang Lee, Keith Cook would be up there, John Liu would be up there, Casanova Wong, Dorian Tan Tao Lang, a whole bunch of people as, uh, like, well-known kickers. And... Yeah, for me, 
he's great. He's great because he's modern. You know, he's got like he's so fast because he he's not one of the old school kickers. Um, but he wouldn't be my favorite. Uh, Huang Zhang Li will always be my favorite kicker. I feel like yeah, I don't know enough or yeah. am well versed enough to answer that question. We'll we'll get you watching the Huang Zhang Li film soon. Um, that's on the on the docket, okay. I, I think. Um, but it's difficult because you you haven't seen the great kickers, right? And I also feel like with your knowledge comes with like time and watching them. Like there's so much I'm yeah, there's so much still for me just to just to grasp. Oh and, yeah. yeah, and I and I think I'm still too much of a newbie to give a, an accurate assessment. What are you doing now, Cyrus? Sorry, I my hair got in the way. Jesus Christ! What are you, I hope it's the hair on your head. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, now that we know you, you're taking your clothes off. Um, anyway, so yes, basically Keith Cook's great as a modern kicker and one of the best modern ones. I don't even know if there's been a great kicker after him. Really? Wait, who's Drug Master 2 boss? Oh, Ken Lowe, yeah. Ken Lowe's really weird because he's one of the most amazing kickers in that film and yet he's not really known as being a great kicker for some reason. Um, and also... Who's who's Kickmaster Flex from um, Kung Fu Hustle? Oh yeah, that's um. Oh, you've put me on the spot here. I think that guy's, that's, that's a bad man. I think that's yeah, that's Zing Yu. He's actually a um a Shaolin monk, a real life Shaolin monk. Um, yeah, he's a good kicker. Uh, he's not really notice, notable as one of the best, but he's definitely good in that film. Uh, yeah, Zing Yu. He's an interesting actor. He. He went from being a Shaolin monk to being... I think he's got some great films. I think he's underrated. He's in the a film which I hope we do at one point called Shaolin. And he's really good in that. Uh, but yeah, he's a good kicker. He's a solid kicker in that. Tony Jaa's a good kicker as well. He does crazy kicks. But I don't know if he's one of the best. Huang Zhang Li will forever be my kicking king. Huang Zhang Li, who also responded to me on Instagram. Just want to put that out there. My favorite kicker. My favorite kung fu villain of all time reposted me on Instagram. <laughs> Don't mind if I throw that out there. Um, so let's let's answer the questions that you guys can answer as well. So, um, from Rama, of course, uh, on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being shit as fuck and 10 being wizard as fuck, what quality of fight scene could you choreograph after watching all these films? What Ooh, would you give that's yourself? That's a good question. Oh, yeah. dear. Out of 10. And he says, actually, let's keep it simple and say it's one minute long. I will say three. Give yourself a three. I would give myself a three. All right. You're so humble, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, like a fight scene of any word. No, I would say three. I'm okay. still too, still too new. I would just literally be like, okay, kick here, and then, and then, do something cool with this. And yeah, I, I know, I would a that's three. Right. Cyrus, and I feel like a three oh. is generous for myself. Okay, okay, Cyrus, what you know, do you think? Honestly, I think I'm gonna give myself a pretty good one. What are you giving yourself out of time? Go on, you're gonna shock me now. Go on. But like, like it's filmed on an iPhone, right? You've got a. No, let's not even say that. Let's say you've got like a, a good size, good sized camera, and it it shoots great. Like, do you know what one of the red? Do you know what red cameras are? No. Oh, okay. Either way, like the best camera, but you are the one in charge of what of everything. Doing, of yeah. Every, yeah. Of everything. 
But it's I, not. It's not a massive. Because I'm so fucking crazy with things I like. Yeah. I I will definitely give you a seven and a half. Damn. Okay. Seven and a half. I think. One minute, I got you, man. I think Ramagay uh, said that he would he would give uh, give him a six. He would say. Ramagay gave himself a six. Yeah. Okay. What yeah. about and you, sir? Uh, if you gave me one minute to shoot a fight scene, I could give you the. I could give you very good choreography. Okay. I would give myself a four. Uh, the reason being, I could give you great choreography. I do not know how to shoot fight scenes. I wouldn't know the angles. So is I, that included? I just yeah. If you're that... gonna shoot a fight scene, oh, if it's choreography based, oh, I could give you fucking amazing choreography. Isn't that right? Isn't that what the question is? Just choreography based? No. What quality of fight scene could you shoot? So okay, let's put it this way: if it's, oh, if it's me thinking, doing everything, I was thinking choreography. If it's me being director. I would go four. If it's me being choreographer as well, or just choreographer, I could give you a good fight scene. I would say, I'd say uh, seven. Okay. Yeah, seven. Um, I think I have good choreography in my head. Uh, I think I could get it out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I think you'd do a better one than me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I feel so confident. That's fine. I, I I think some people are creative like that. In my head, I see cool stuff, but I don't know how it would look if I put or it all together. Or how you were to translate it, maybe. Yeah, but if it was if it was camera angles, whew, no, I would know nothing. Oh. Um, I took that strictly as choreography. Okay, choreography only. Yeah, that's fine. I think seven, okay. seven and a half, and a three is pretty good. Yep. Okay. Um, what super? Uh, this is anonymous. An anonymous person sent as this on Tumblr. What superhero movie would you like to see? Like coming out or one that hasn't one or... that hasn't been. I assumed. I assumed this was so nothing that's you. like in the making or uh, is that what? Is no, that no, what no. Mean? I assumed this. I mean, they didn't say, but I assumed oh. this was like what character that doesn't have a film would you like to see right. have a film? Okay, got it, got it, got it. Um. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird because they've made a lot of the lot of the good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I think I've used this before, but I. I still would like for there to be a good Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> if only. But yeah, I don't know enough comic book characters that haven't that don't that haven't already like popped up in movies, uh, to 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 suggest something new. Yeah, my answer something that hasn't been done yet. My answer would be Moon Knight. I'd like to see a Moon Knight movie. Never heard. Yeah, I think I, I would have said Venom, but that already happened. Well, we can pretend it didn't. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it didn't. It wasn't as bad as everyone said it was, that film. I enjoyed Venom. It was fine. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was enjoyable. Um, yeah, Moon Knight, uh, not everyone knows Moon Knight, but he's he's pretty cool. And it has the potential to be like a really good martial arts movie. Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess, oh, there we go. Fuck it, Iron Fist. A movie of Iron Fist. Oh, okay. Iron Fist done right. Okay. I'd love to see it. Um, all right, we'll quickly jump on to the, to the next one. We got two more, I think. Oh, no, one more. Uh, what has been... I think we've answered this before, in a way. What has been... Sorry. What has been your best movie-watching experiences? And that was anonymous as well. Best? By the way, everyone, if you're answering me, asking me questions, you can come off anon. You don't have to send them so we don't know who you are. Best... Best movie experience. I got two. Go. 
So, my first one, which I've definitely talked about on this podcast before, first one would be the first time I watched Blair Witch Project, uh, simply because the film ended, and I swear to God, no one made a noise. No one moved to get up, no one, no one shuffled, no one crumpled their papers or crumpled their popcorn containers. You could hear a pin drop. We were all absolutely gobsmacked by what we just saw. It was so quiet. And even once we got out and filed out, no one spoke. It was like, <laughs> it was crazy. It's like someone died. It was. It was like a funeral. It was absolutely shocking. It was, it was fantastic. And similarly, Paranormal Activity did kind of the same thing. And yeah, the, my other actual one my, uh, would be myself and Devin uh, went to watch The Howling 2. Um, yes. Yeah. We, that we, is mine. Thank yes. you. Um, so one of our favorite podcasts is How Did This Get Made? Uh, if you are in need of a good podcast to listen to other than ours, uh, 100% listen to How Did This Get Made? Yeah. And uh, they do a lot of live shows. And uh, like maybe two years ago, uh, they came or whatever, they came to D.C. Mm-hmm. And we went for a live show. So before the actual taping of the podcast, they showed the movie. Yes. Holy bejesus. The Howling 2, uh, it is on Amazon. Like, it is... We just watched King of the Cave Boxes and it's silly and goofy. Howling 2 compared it's to this the most is, absurd thing I've ever seen in my the life. the craziest film. And it was hysterical. Yes. Just the experience of watching it in this theater. Everyone who was there, who, you know, was there for the podcast and they showed the movie yep. and it was funny. And I mean, and then the, the experience of the, of, of the taping of the podcast was a lot of fun. But 100%, if you want like a good, it's supposed to be a horror movie. It is 100% not in the least bit scary. But let's just say vampire, I'm sorry, werewolves who act like vampires. Yeah. And there's weird, there's a weird like werewolf orgy and like terrible acting and it's bananas. And it was, it was fun because everyone was there to watch it ironically. Right. Like, and, and no we were one was all, there to Yeah, we were all like laughing and just enjoying ourselves. And then, yeah, and then taping of the podcast and getting to see the host of the podcast, the podcast that we love and just interacting. And it was yeah. great. 100%. That's, uh, oh, I forget. That's a good one. That's mine too. During the end credits of that film, by the way, uh, they show the same shot of the woman getting her tits out, what, 30 times? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's That's crazy. Funny. It's so crazy. And like, Cyrus. and when you read about it, because we were, because after the fact, after we left, and I was just like, why did they keep showing this one particular scene where this lady, like, you know, shows her boobs? And it was just like, it was like the director's idea, and the actress was furious. Yeah, yeah. So it was one hundred percent the same scene repeated of just her boobs, literally like thirty times. Yeah. So during the end credits, that was a, a really good movie watching experience. I've had a few others as well. The first time I watched the raid, I, I tell this story, or I tell the story to everyone who I talk to about the raid. The first time I watched the raid in a movie theater, um, it was during one of the fight scenes. I got really pissed off because a girl to my right was um, laughing like hysterically, like hysterically, and it annoyed the shit out of me. And I turned to her. And she turned to me, and I realized she was laughing out of pure glee. Like, it wasn't that she was laughing at the film. And she just shrugged at me and just carried on laughing. (laughs) And it was just, she didn't know what else to do. It was quite obvious that she was having the absolute time of her life. It was during during the two-on-one fight at the end. And she was just, just loving it. 
and it was wonderful. Nice. It was such like an enchanting moment of seeing someone who, you know, obviously I'm a martial arts fan, but seeing someone enjoy it more than I do, it's, it was great. It was great. Cyrus, have you got one in particular? I have so many. I'll just make it quick. So here's one that comes to mind. I believe it was you, me, and Tom. Tom's our friend, by the way. And Paranormal Activity. Yes. Both of those sucked me up. Wait, what was the first film? What was the first Wait, film? Wait, uh, Cyrus, you sound a little muffled. Oh, sorry. Uh, coherence? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Just me constantly going, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I, I stand by this. There's a film out there called Coherence. You can watch it on uh, on Prime. I think it's free on Prime as well. And uh, it, it battered Cyrus's brain. It blew my brain apart. Yeah, yeah. It's an it's an absolutely underrated gem. If 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 anyone likes like small sci-fi movies, but it's not it's not like lasers and aliens. It's just I don't know. It, it just watch it. It's it's got Xander from Buffy in it. It's great. And Paranormal Activity. I couldn't sleep for a few days. Um, <laughs> and just like as far as movie experiences goes, like in the the cinema. Yeah. Um, just like any time you like held a girl's hand. Oh. Right. Look at Maybe you. Maybe your first search. Aww. Look at uh. you. You're, you're a soppy little biscuit. <laughs> oh, I, I held a uh, pretty lady's hand oh, with this movie from, uh, oh, Nicole Kidman. Where she's in like a house. You held Nicole Kidman's hand? Huh? Sorry. No. Carry on. That was a poor joke. He did a bad joke. I said you held I Nicole. You. Oh, you phones. You fucking phones. <laughs> Can you hear me yeah. now? Was it called The Others? The yeah, Others, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great I movie. I held a pretty lady's hand. It's, uh... And I was maybe 13, and she was 45. <laughs> and she took me back to her place, and I won't talk about the rest of it. Yep, and you found out you were, a, you were a ghost. I was a ghost, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the... It shows a whole kitchen, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> which is my joke that I just made a minute ago. We've was come... It Nicole, we, was it Nicole Kidman? We've come full circle. And on, and on that note, we'll end the podcast on that terrible just mishmash of words that we just spewed <laughs> out. But uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, next episode will be an exciting one. We are going old school. We are going uh, Seven Grandmasters. 1979's uh, Seven Grandmasters. Uh, starring Jack Long, Lee Yi Min. I don't know if Mark Long's in that one. He might be. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going old school. Devon will be watching her first dubbed movie okay. for this podcast because we can't find a subtitled version. Um, thank you all for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Instagram, foo underscore four underscore thought. Uh, DM me any messages, queries, whatever you want. Subscribe. Uh, share us with your friends. Please do, yeah. Drop a drop a like. Drop a. I don't know what you can do on iTunes and other things, but just drop us whatever you can. Just yeah. Drop it like it's hot. Just, just, like it's hot. just drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm also on Tumblr, which is just fooforthought.tumblr.com. Um, I know not many people have Tumblrs, but I post a lot of martial arts content on there. Lots of gifts. I post lots of gifts on there, and that is it. Yes. Thank you very, very much for listening. <laughs> what the hell did I just say? Try it again. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. There you go. And remember. <laughs> and remember.
condoms. <laughs> See you next condoms, time. Guys, be safe out there. <laughs>